Heavy Radio 26, you did it, you pushed play, that means you're ready to get heavy, get loud, to get fast, get high, and get low. Heavy Radio 26, we got my man, Eric Wicker, on the stick. We got Eric Anderson here with us from... Uh, Twin Attack of the Eric's. Yes. Dual Attack. Beats, is it Beats, Beards, and Brews? Did I say that right? Yep, that is correct. From the podcast you know as Beats, Beards, and Brews, Eric Anderson, special guest, Heavy Radio 26. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's good to be um, here. Yeah, Yeah. just to start off, we'll say Eric. Eric is my brother, my real brother. Real. Um, (laughs) Eric Wigger is my brother from another mother, and Eric is my true brother. Um... And just to start off, so so yeah, Anderson was our family name, and uh, I feel like you do you get this just as much as I do. Almost every day, someone's with the Mister Anderson. I don't know about every day in uh, 2021 if they're still hot on I, the Matrix I, references, they do. but I it, do. I still get it. <laughs> it does. Have, it probably depends on where you work too. I feel like your workplace. Yeah, uh, people are behind the times sometimes. They don't get all but, the new new. People trends. still people still busted out though for sure. And to. then that or just someone I walk into a room and people are just talking about Keanu Reeves like that seems like at least once a day well, for me. Keanu's just getting hotter and hotter. <laughs> <laughs> he's hot right That's now. True. Why <laughs> hot? Like, he's burning up. <laughs> Can't can't stop Keanu. Uh, uh, going straight to the top. And he has like the Nicolas Cage uh, casting strategy where he just like accepts all the movies right now. It seems like it does seem like it. SpongeBob. He was great in SpongeBob. I watched it Friday. Can confirm. Uh, if you if you're ready for that white hot Keanu Reeves, <laughs> get on that SpongeBob. <laughs> but yeah, so we. Um... We'll get into some heavy radio 26 news coming in from uh, Mr. Eric motherfucking Wickham. Yo, um, so we just got news that uh, Jerry Cantrell has completed work on his first solo album in almost 20 years. Um, Degradation Trip, his last one was came out in 2002. Um, so this is third solo record. Um, they rap production, so I'm pretty stoked on this one. The... Uh, Degradation Trip was actually the record that got me into Jerry Cantrell, and then fuck yeah, Allison still James. love, still love Boggy Depot, still love Degradation Trip. That lineup, uh, fucking Trujillo and and Borden was a fucking great three piece. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'll jam in. I'm glad you uh you picked that news because I I saw it and then I almost forgot about it with all the news that's going on. But uh, Degradation yeah. Trip is an underrated like the full double album experience for that one. I think it came out as a solo album originally, yeah. but you got to get the double and get the full experience. But it is a very like dark, depressing moment in Jerry Cantrell's life after Lance Daly passed away. Allison Chains was no more at the time, so it's a it's a heavy hitting album appropriate for your for your podcast uh it gets real heavy though so you got to be in the right mood for that yeah oh it does the first track he said um you know whenever he sees rob and mike they're like yo let's do some of those songs and he's like yeah we'll do it but i gotta like you know i'm not that guy anymore you know what i'm saying yeah yeah it's (laughs) yeah he was talking about they were gonna do some live tour or talking about getting the the band back together and doing some live shows but he was like man this is just too heavy too real it is, man. 
I'm excited. I don't know what it's going to sound like, but uh, the last Alice in Chains records have been amazing and seeing them like cut into real new writing territory. So I'm excited. Um, let's see. Next new story I have up here is from Mr. Ross Halfin, the world famous uh, music photographer. He is releasing his Randy Rhodes book. Um, it's going to be titled Randy Rhodes by Ross Halfin. Um, so that is coming out. It's going to be an awesome um, book with a lot of unreleased pictures he promised and some stuff that's going to be really exciting. So if you're a, a Randy Rhodes fan, as which um, all three of us definitely are, definitely go check the new Ross Halfin book out. So I'm excited. He's definitely my, he's my favorite guitar player, so I'm definitely going to have to pick this one up. More uh, Randy in the world's never a bad thing, even if no. it's just pictures of, <laughs> of Randy. Right. Yeah, and after you'd think after you know what almost forty years everything's been released at this point, but there's still a little fun things coming out, little recordings here and there, pictures stuff. So um, I'm really excited for this one. So definitely go check that one out, Randy Rhodes fans out there. Uh, next up, uh, we got word that um, Richie Kotzen and Adrian Smith have joined forces for Smith Kotzen. And um, they're going to be releasing their debut uh, joint record on March 26th through BMG. So, uh, Sweet. Yeah. I heard the single. I didn't know it was a full record, so that's cool. Yeah, so they got nine tracks here. Um, so I'm excited. They're going to do CD vinyl releases. Uh, but that's rad. Adrian's one of my favorite players, so definitely got to check this stuff out. If you're into Swedish lead guitar, Ingve Malmsteen yeah, yeah. is playing a best of live stream concert in Vegas on March 20th. You can go to ingve.veeps.com to uh, get in on that action. Hell yeah. Um, so a full band best of live stream from Vegas. I saw an ad for that. I forgot about that. That's red. I'd watch that shit. Yeah, I wonder Vegas. if he's on vocals or if it's multiple vocalists or what. Yeah. I thought I heard, yeah. did he actually have a, a live audience for that? I saw some article that was like bashing it because he was bringing people together. but yeah. Maybe there's a limited uh, engagement yeah, that be. sort of thing. Momstein doesn't care. His, he'll shred away the COVID. <laughs> I feel like his playing could kill the novel coronavirus. I've I don't, the I don't know the science. I don't know the science. I don't know the science behind that, but I bet it it could happen. Our lawyer is calling my phone right now. <laughs> um, I got it's some similar. Related. It's not science. It's magic. That's that's <laughs> sure. All right. Well, I'll be our defense. That's what I believe. Um, and uh, related on to uh, live shows, Corey Taylor has announced a um, a three week tour this spring. Um, where they're going to, he said they're going to socially distance and do temperature checks at the door. But he said, um, so there won't be a full, you know, audience, but he said he wanted to kind of get everything rolling, kind of get the tires rolling with his crew and everything. So, um, so that's exciting just to, I know it's still socially distanced and um, we need to do that to be safe, but it's at least a promising thing to see somebody, you know, even if it's a three week tour, you know, at least getting out there and starting to get things rolling. So that's promising after a year of not exciting live show news. Um, at least there's there's light. So we're getting there. 
Have you guys heard this from uh, the GF Nichols estate? There came out this cassette tape, and it said "slapback" on it, and it uh, people are saying that it's uh, it's a Sabbath song um, with Dio singing that just didn't get wind up, you know, being on Heaven and Hell, and it sounds sounds like it to me. If you haven't heard it, go listen to that. It sounds fucking great. Yeah, I I checked it out um, earlier, and then. Yeah, it's awesome. It's a, uh, it's upbeat. It's, I can see why uh, yeah, they didn't end up putting it on Heaven and Hell, but um, the song's awesome on its own. So I haven't, yeah. I haven't heard that yet. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, it's cool, and its quality is really better than I thought it was going to be for like an unearthed cassette tape. <laughs> some dirty cassette tape found in some basement. Yeah, and some yeah, the keyboard players. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I just ordered. Uh, I've been getting back into uh, collecting some vinyl during the pandemic, and I ordered uh, oh. deluxe editions of Mob Rules and Heaven and Hell. Oh, yeah. They're coming today in the mail. Hell yeah! Boy. Could have a live delivery live on the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we have to raise our swords high. You will eat the cake, Joey. You will eat the birthday cake. You will eat this cake tonight. We got to say happy birthday to Joey DeMaio. From Man of War, <laughs> drink your beer, pour your beer all over your body, but none gets in your mouth. In yep. salute to Joey DeMaio from Man of War. Shine it up. Eat your cake, Joey. Happy birthday, <laughs> you Snape-looking motherfucker. <laughs> and we, uh, also, we got the heavy metal time machine going back to this day in 1975. Led Zeppelin is awarded a gold record for their classic double album, Physical Graffiti. Awesome. That's probably my favorite Zeppelin record, yeah. actually. Bad and Houses of the Holy, I think, are the team. Yeah, there oh. you go. Good shit. This guy knows what's up. Good piss, mate. But yeah, and uh, we'll... Uh, so, so we got Eric Anderson here, and... Um, so what what have you've had your podcast going on? I know you've done some some music bits. Talked about Bloody Hammers, a band that I love on a recent episode. And um, you guys talk about the beard, the world of beard products, and uh, and the world of beers. Uh, yep. Yeah, has there, been a, has there been a real standout beer of the recent times to, that you guys have come across? Um, there's been a lot of, we've been doing more local stuff during the pandemic just to like support the local breweries. Um, Confluence has had a, a lot of good ones. I'm trying to, it's kind of a blur without looking at the list of the, the beers that we've reviewed, sure. but Confluence, if you're in the Des Moines area, Confluence Brewing Company is doing weekly releases, sometimes three beers a week. So they got a ton. 515 Brewing, another one that we've enjoyed a lot of the stuff from, so um what's the best way for people to find your podcast uh you can pretty much now i think we have enough episodes we just passed 100 episodes on the last year i think we're at 106 107 now that should be coming out any day you can search beats beats beards and brews um we're on spotify we're on all those podcast catchers out there um and yeah if you if you want to check us out i think if you listen to this podcast you'll probably enjoy what we do we review a, a new music release not just metal related my other two friends are kind of into the the indie indie rock and uh punk rock and we do some country occasionally we've done stuff like sturgill um we do yeah kind of the whole the spectrum sometimes we do music that i 
think I would have no interest in, but there's albums I'll love. Like uh, Fiona Apple had a new album last year, Fetch the Bolt Cutters. Uh, that was pretty amazing, actually. So I, I get and I get to expose them to uh, heavy metal, too. So, yeah, and she, I'd say she definitely cool. has some heavy heavy music just in a different sense of the word for sure um that's an artist yeah. that definitely comes to mind wasn't on um one of the kurt russell movies i think there is a great song on the soundtrack escape from la or new york i don't remember which one that comes to mind but i remember hearing that song by her on the soundtrack i think it was but yeah um and we have some history that kind of intertwines when it comes to radio like Eric Wicker and myself started at 88.1 KDPS in Des Moines mm-hmm. playing stuff like King Diamond on terrestrial radio. And then Eric Anderson took over the helm for that and kind of kept that sort of thing going. Yep. And actually, one of my co-hosts on Beats, Beats, and Brews, Dan Brack, is doing the podcast with us over there. And he did the the metal, the metal our version of the metal show uh, on KDPS with me, too, some of the time. So it all, yeah, it all is connected I moved on to take that sort of thing to University of Northern Iowa, KULT, and you did to to Iowa University, right? Yep, KDPS, the station laid out there, so... Was their station called KDPS too? I believe, unless I'm getting it wrong, maybe you just put that in my head, but or I'm thinking the wrong station. <laughs> now. Oh no, KRUI, KRUI. K-R-U-I. It's all a blur of, of right. uh, call, call letters letter. now yeah. in my mind. <laughs> yeah, there's probably nothing else going on like that in uh, in Iowa City, was there? Uh, like a heavy metal type show, or uh, um, I some other people that did. There was, like, I started on the late shift, and I finally, like, at first I had to play, like, their rotation, which was just, like, a lot of indie stuff. Um, but they did have all the Primus I discovered, so I just, like, started, like, basically a Primus <laughs> hour uh, is what it transformed to. And then they gave me <clears throat> the rights to do, like, my own stuff, so do do metal and all that. And I, I think one of my favorite calls, a cab driver called in, and she was just like, oh, there used to be some metal show on here, but there hasn't been metal for a long time, and I just love what you're doing and it gets me through my my night late night shift so i was like all right right on makes me feel oh, like yeah. at least i got one person listening that's uh <laughs> hey man let's keep the hold the flame dude you connect yep. with those people man that's what it's about i think we had a construction crew call in once it was just like hell yeah, yeah. construction <laughs> people doing reg bry all kinds of cool stuff yep. keeping the metal going man the people need it yeah, and um, we thought we'd do a, a little theme topic we'd get into, um, just action figures, and especially there's been some recent uh, companies taking on some heavy metal icons when it comes to action figures, and um, if I just, I just know back we've been friends since we were little kids, and uh, me and Eric have been brothers since obviously we've been zero and since two. Since birth. Yeah, mm-hmm. since he was, we were the babies from the Exodus, Bonded in Blood album cover. But, um, but yeah, so we were always, action figures was always big to me. Like, I remember the first time going to the store and seeing, like, the new Ninja Turtles action figures the first time they came out and just being like, that's my jam right there. Yeah, we had pretty much, I think, the majority, like, they, they, hooked us with the the marketing <laughs> every turtle you could get like uh halloween turtles kwanzaa turtles uh, oh yeah i love those <laughs> classic dracula the, turtles the classic monsters turtles are still some of my favorite action figures though oh and then there's like the heavy metal like the punk rock donatello and 
and oh, yeah. uh, heavy metal it's foreshadowing. Yeah. But yeah, it's let's formative. get into, uh, is it is it Reaction Figures? Um, What's that company? The company is Super 7 out of San Super Francisco. Um, I discovered them. I was kind of actually looking for a gift to get my brother Mark uh, for Christmas, and I found they had some uh, Halloween classic Hollywood monsters. Um, so I grabbed him a Wolfman and a Dracula um, awesome. fitting for some tattoos he had too so it was a mm-hmm. fitting but then i also got selfish around christmas it's you buy gifts for somebody and then you just end up buying uh but uh some some action figures for myself and i got they have a whole uh they have different categories on their site and they have a whole music series so they have like king diamond they have lemmy uh they have rob halford they have oh, jerry uh, only yeah, Jerry only. They have a multi multiple variations, kind of like we were talking about Turtles of the Crimson Ghost from the Misfits. Uh, just like different colors and based. And the cool thing with them, the backing, they put a lot of work into the artwork that goes like on the cardboard sleeves mm-hmm. for these things. So that's almost as cool as the action figure itself. But of course, I had to open mine up. I wasn't just going to leave the action. I'm not a psychopath that just leaves all their <laughs> figures in a box. I'm not about that life. <laughs> you got to take those guys out. You got to free them. <laughs> yeah, that's how I've ended up with mine. Usually, I take everyone out. Yeah, they every once in a while something comes that gets me. Like when the that WWE Ninja Turtles collaboration, where it's like Roddy Piper, Raphael, or Michelangelo's Roddy Piper, one of those. Yeah, and and that was that got me. Um, but yeah, those reaction figures are especially cool. And then there's gonna be like a deluxe King Diamond, I think, with like different poses and yeah they got like removable hands and faces and stuff so yeah yeah that's amazing um some things i remember throughout the years was like that todd mcfarlane and kiss collaboration was pretty cool for um psycho circus and uh um when we were really little kids the bill and ted action figures where like i think you there you could like plug in a tape and their guitars and amps like actually worked and shit that was that was awesome uh we had toxic crusaders too i remember oh yeah those those are some some of my favorites still which uh, colors and and um the features are still like hard to touch it seems like the Super 7 company is just going back and buying all those childhood licenses because they, I think they do have Toxic Crusaders. Um, and they I have think like, I did I did see that now. They, they, miss, they know what's up. Yeah, they're making bank. They have, they're like, they're slightly smaller than the normal action figures, but a, but a little more quality, but they're still like 18 bucks a figure. So they're definitely uh, doing well, I'm sure. Yeah, it's cool because they all kind of look, have like the, the construction's kind of like the, um, uh, like the old like Kenner action figure lines, but then the, yeah, like the um, product lines they have are like straight up the old school stuff. I just I had to go on their site just now because I was curious. And, yeah, they definitely have like the old school, like the late '80s, early '90s turtles stuff yeah. rolling. Yeah, I think they cool. all seem to be based off figures that they had back then. So they and now yeah. I saw they're doing like sports icons like NBA and stuff like that. So you yeah, really they know what's up. Yeah, you can get pretty much anything. Movies, too. So, Universal Studios Monsters? Oh, no. All right, why did I go to this website? I'm in trouble now. I shouldn't be here. Yeah, you see it, and then you just want to spend money. I got to turn back and run away. Yeah, delete the browsing history. (laughs) Yo, you've been looking at action figures? Yeah. I promise that it's his accident. 
Time, time's come. We got to pay some bills, I think. <clears throat> yeah, we do. Got ourselves a sponsorship. <clears throat> yeah, these things, these podcasts are not free. So um, we like to bring in different products to uh, help pay those bills. So this week we have uh, Dave Mustaine's Meet the Real Me Escape Room. Um, we're all so busy these days, sometimes we forget to connect with ourselves. The team at Dave Mustaine Industries recognized this and devised a product straight from the classic Sweating Bullets music video. In the Meet the Real Me escape room, you will spend seven days with yourself in a concrete room. Talk to yourself in the mirror, from behind yourself, kick yourself in a corner, whatever you want. Meet the real you. Disclaimer. Escape is not actually an outcome of this product. It will be mandatory seven days solidarity confinement. Those with claustrophobia, cold sweats, black tooth grins, or dementia should not attend. A lot of disclaimers wow. there. Sign Sounds me up. Fun. Sounds intense and harrowing, but hey, man, whatever pays those bills. Yeah, actually, I got just handed this um, sponsorship too <laughs> by our people. Um, also, Heavy Radio, also sponsored by Corn Hub. The one-stop shop for uh, corn on the cob, corn in the can, those little sharp things so you don't have to touch the corn. And, um, yeah, get all your corn needs at Corn Hub. Check it out on the web. I'm going to type that carefully. (laughs) (laughs) I also have to delete your browsing history again. (laughs) Multiple instances. It's the corn, night. corn, corn hub and action man. figures. Now I want some corn on the cob. Well, uh, well done, sponsorship. There you go. Those They're already things. making money off the people on the podcast. Yeah, I just bought action figures and corn on the cob right now. Is that, an, is that an Iowa thing? Does everybody have those little pointy things? Is that just where the pros are? The, pros, uh, the pro level is when it's a, a, a little plastic piece of corn. Uh-huh, yeah, so, right. that's, uh, that's, that's I think that's the only way to do that's it. That's top. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you're playing the that's, big leagues at that point. Yeah, those things are it can be deadly though. You gotta be yeah, careful. I know. You just grab it when it's scalding like, hot with the butter. That's dangerous. You could have a, a definitely a horror movie where someone gets, you know, killed by a corn cob. Yeah. <laughs> corn cob holder. Corn cob holder murderer. That'd be a slow, brutal, brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of right. that could be like a Cannibal Corpse song. Yeah, uh, one, one corn cob eyeball at a time. <laughs> Slow way to die. Heavy Radio 26 tracks coming in now. And, um, yeah, I'm starting off talking about talking about fucking action figures. I got Lion with the Transformers uh, from 1986. It was the theme from the 1986 Transformers movie. And full-on heavy metal, full-on robot chubby. This <laughs> this is Indeed. like such a great jam. Uh, have you either of you guys seen that movie, the animated Transformers? Yeah, it's a down note, man. It's heavy. I don't oh, think I've seen it. it's got it's got Judd Nelson, Leonard Nimoy, Orson Welles, just to name a few. Like it's fucking right. amazing. Yeah. And um, this review, I thought summed it up. It was just some um, guy's review, but though a modest film compared with Michael Bay's Transformers. The Originals is the better film, wrote John Swansburg of Slate. There's nothing even approaching the Originals' narrative depth, narrative depth in the new Transformers. And yeah, it's like a you actually get acting chops from from fucking Orson Welles in that shit. Like it's 
it's pretty pretty wild and there's just a full-on heavy metal soundtrack like oh, there's yeah. two band two other bands that i had never heard of i don't think they did much else but they're ripping on that soundtrack um but yeah lion with the transformers theme is my first first pick and we'll go with uh, Eric Anderson's first pick for the Heavy Radio 26 playlist. Cool. Make sure I'm doing this right. We go classics first, right? Yeah. We Sometimes we mix it up, you know, special mix, throw in a sauce, but that's just how, that's good. <laughs> That'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> Some surprises. Uh, so my first pick, um, I've, I feel like at this point in the world, the state of the world, it's good to have some uplifting heavy metal uh, which I'll either go to traditional heavy metal or I'll go to maybe something like Viking metal. So I picked in a Mon Marth track. Um, and this one was off their album Twilight of the Thunder Gods, uh, which I think I saw Metal Blades oh, releasing some vinyl box set that has it on it. And it's like picked as one of their top like albums that kind of kept their label going. Um, and this song is uh, I picked, of course, the hardest one to pronounce on the album. I think it's Variegs of Mikligard. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. Uh, sure. We'll go with that. But either way, it has um, that like classic Amanda Marth, like galloping uh, guitar part. You got the, the harmonies going. You got the. I think that's the large translation translates to large kegs of Michelob. <laughs> I don't think they'll be drinking Michelob. <laughs> Who knows? I would you hope know. not. You would hope not. <laughs> Some mead or something, maybe. Non-alcoholic. Out of a giant wood, wood cup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, great i saw them live around that time period uh live from the viking ship it was pretty awesome yep i've seen them twice now and always a good show if you get a chance to see them on a marth it's it's a fun time yeah well, i saw them, another time i saw them was with metal church and and megadeth they were sandwiched in between those two it was fucking awesome. I caught, yeah i think i caught that tour too it was solid no oh, yeah um, a long, long time, my first pick, a long time ago in a uh, time period called the early 2000s, uh, Mr. Rob Halford um, was not with Priest. He'd been a while since he had made some old school metal, and he dropped his first solo record, uh, Resurrection. Um, that was awesome. But it was on this second record that it was almost like uh, like in Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze, when Shredder returned and everybody re was reminded who he is. Um, this song off the second Halford record is called Betrayal, and it is the most heavy metal song ever, and it is Halford in full force, and I remember when I first heard the song, I was like, oh shit, it is Halford's in full form, like painkiller territory, so um, they remastered this song in the years since, so definitely go check out Halford's second record, and the song Betrayal is still fucking amazing so cranky. yeah if, if you love painkiller and you want that that painkiller halford fix uh, that's a great those so first two solo albums uh are just a great painkiller almost i would say he almost surpasses his vocal like that might be some of his best vocal performance on those ones i thought the same yeah. with halford and dickinson like they have a couple solo records that really might be the best work of their career like it's it's definitely rivals you know some of their best stuff for sure and um my next pick is from the band called iron man the track is called hail to the haze and uh this they started as a black sabbath tribute band in 1986 alfred morris the third and kim joffrey martin on drums they're from this band called force 
but then they started to just take some Black Sabbath songs they were playing and, and put together Iron Man. But then over the years, they started putting out original songs and just just real, real crunchy guitars and just thick-ass bass, like, check it out, Iron Man with Hail to the Haze. This is from their album South of the Earth. Bad Just badass shit. I'm sold. Sounds right. I'm sold, too. Have to check it out. All right, we back to me again for my pick? We are. Yes, sir. All right, so this one, I was... Like I said, getting back into vinyl, and I was just picking some albums that this isn't this isn't too much of an old album, but uh, it's a it's getting there now. So this was by the band Clutch, which I never really uh, was. I always kind of made fun of Clutch and never got into them. I feel like there's a very certain person that's a they're like really hardcore Clutch fans, um, yeah. usually like a drummer of some kind that will just talk about the Clutch groove for hours and hours. Uh, but their album Earth Rocker. There's probably a podcast just related <laughs> yeah. to that. Oh yeah, I wouldn't. I would not doubt it. There's probably like 90, 90 podcasts. All clutch all the time. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I picked us the track "Unto the Breach," and it's a little more of a heavier one. I think it was fitting a heavy radio off the album Earth Rocker. Uh, if you've never, if you were like me and kind of never got into Clutch, Earth Rocker is just. Uh, any album since then they've put out just has dis- disappointed me because it's not Earth Rocker. Uh, it's it's <laughs> it's a great album and it's a great driving album. Like I feel like it's if you're on the hitting the highway, uh, you can throw some uh, that album on the playlist and it's it's just good to drive to. You might speed though. Watch out. Watch I gotta out be Cox. with you. It was it was a slow burn, but I've I've got turned on to the clutch. Like it finally worked. There's there's some good jams there. I think they have an album that's like a tribute to classic monsters. Like every song's kind of like one's like a werewolf, one's like a Frankenstein and. And what is that? The track that stuck with me, it always gets stuck in my head, is that Quick Death in Texas from a few years yep. back. I love yeah, that that's song. a good one. I think that was the The video's, video's funny. But yeah, um, yeah, totally with you there. And Front Man just seems like a good human being, too, which it's always good to see that in bands. <laughs> it's There's... a good mixture of humor and humor and like darker lyrics, I think, is always entertaining to me. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, my next uh, old school pick is from maybe about 10 years ago, a band called Heat. Uh, the song is called Heartbreaker. They're a, a Swedish metal band, um, more in like the, the pop rock zone. Like it's very 80s Bon Jovi vibe, um, but it's really catchy. This song, it also kind of reminds me of maybe like 80s Bolton, like before he went full Bolton when it was still 80s metal Bolton. So really catchy stuff um i didn't know cats were really making still making stuff like this so i i just found out about them uh, a few weeks ago so definitely check out heat if you're in that old school like 80s bon jovi vibe and this song is called heartbreaker super catchy hell yeah my next pick a steel wing with solar wind riders these uh this band is from sweden i think the stockholm area uh, this uh-huh. this album came out in 2009, but Solar Wind Riders um, from Steel Wing, st- st- still one of my top bands to come out in the last few decades. Just some really badass, if you like songs about magic and death and science fiction, 
uh, with a, a classic metal edge. These, they're your, this is your fucking guys right here. <laughs> Just need some Ingve Malmsteen on guitar and they would be oh, yeah. the greatest band of all time. Very close. <laughs> but before they can get Ingve Malmsteen, they need a triumphant music video. Yep. It's the That's great, true. The great conundrum. They have That's... some good, they have some good ones, but I don't know if it's triumphant level yet. That's a missed opportunity for that latest Bill and Ted movie. They should have just had Ingve Momstein oh, yeah. come out of a time machine all of a sudden at the end of it and just like join the band. <laughs> One of my new tracks was going to be um, a Marty Friedman. It got bumped, but I thought it would have sounded perfect oh. as like the uh, Sorry, Marty, you got bumped this week. <laughs> you got bumped. But, but so, so you got re, you got brought back in thanks to that Bill and Ted because it sounded to me like it would have been the perfect Wild Stallion song. It's one of the new Marty Friedman tracks. You should check that out. But yeah, you know, as much as I, I'm just glad it came back and that it actually happened, like I get there is some area for me to be critical as a diehard fan, especially like the music. Like Dave Grohl is probably not the guy I would have chose, but he did. He was on Probot, you know, so he's got some connection to the True. to the nitty gritty. They're trying to connect with the youth of today with their choices for the yeah. new Bill Yeah, Dave. I feel like they should have just not worried the youth about loves Dave Grohl. that as <laughs> as much. But I still, it had almost more of a freaked vibe, which I'm not going to be mad at in some of the jokes and stuff and um, freaked. But um, yep. very freaked vibe. But yeah, so I mean, I I was glad and I was happy to see it fucking teared up anyway. But at the same time, you know, I think there's room. There would be room for a really epic, um, truly heavy metal uh, Bill and Ted soundtrack also. For sure. Um, all right. Well, I'm gonna bring the the heavy for my next uh, track uh-huh. pick. So this yeah. is a song from last year. Uh, came out from. Cattle Decapitation. The album is called Death Atlas, and the song is called Bring Back the Plague. Uh, and it was it came out right before the pandemic hit, so it's almost like, e. like what? Uh, they, this album they was it. it was just about like the end of the world, basically, and and how we need to change. People need to change what they're doing in the world to to avoid things like plagues coming back. And uh, so they were. It's a very on the nose message and. Uh, their last three albums really they put out all kind of are like a concept about themes of the world ending and i think death atlas was like all right it happened like shit's hit the f- hit the fan now they know what's up yeah motherfuckers didn't listen to tupac you didn't listen to cattle decapitation what's it gonna take yeah. you know that's true pay attention yeah, yeah no i always thought it always made me think of like those um stories you hear about like animal mutilations where like you don't know they don't know what is doing it and like there's been Chupacabra. like yeah like you know people set up cameras and and the only science like their blood is drained and like they're mutilated like eviscerated and shit and like you're like what the this is a fucking predator or what the who the fuck did this shit <laughs> Yeah, it's like no scientific explanation. Like something came from like another dimension and just fucking drained this Spaceship. fucking blood and then fucking went infrared and like diced some shit with some little red beady fucking blade shooting action. The yeah. Predator. <laughs> yeah, something the like Predator. That. Watch out. Could be right behind you. You wouldn't know. Just have to cover yourself. You have to cover yourself in mud, and you're safe. Yep. 
Now they put that in their next record when the Predators <laughs> yeah. attack. Yeah. I think that's Need the direction. Warning. Yeah, I think we're at a letter. warning shot. <laughs> uh, my um, my next old school track is another one a little off the main trail, um, but a, no doubt heavy. Um, this is by Meatloaf, and this song is called Life is a Lemon and I Want My Money Back. Um, definitely a heavy tune. Um, it's from the 92 record, the Battle to Hell Part 2. Um, Marco actually turned me on to this song many moons ago, and um, it's it's got back in my uh, my regular rotation as of recently. So just heavy-ass song. Um, I don't really talk about Meatloaf a lot on this podcast, but there's definitely some heavy in there, especially on that record So and yeah. his subsequent albums. When his world collided with with Paul Crook from Anthrax, I think is really when like a lot of uh, there's always been that heavy metal element, especially with the badass fantasy artwork and stuff. But mm. it really on Bat Hat of Hell Part Two, and then I think it was revisited a third time or maybe yeah. more than that. It really just crossed into there's some heavy metal going on there. Yeah. And when he got Paul Crook on guitar, I think it was just. Yeah, John Five on that third one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's metal. There's metal. I in guess there. meat. Old meats had a rough go of it in the last few years or decade or so. I think he can hardly sing anymore, but still a badass, uh, badass catalog that I enjoy spinning um, quite often. He was eating yeah, yeah. too many meats. Eating yes, there too many loaves. Too many meatloafs. You don't like know what's in there. You got to check. About food. <laughs> you, <laughs> yes, you have to be very careful about the black what market. meatloafs you eat. You could have any kind of meat in there. Make it, your, make it yourself if you can, folks. <laughs> yeah, always make High your meatloaf. quality, grass-fed, organics. Don't it can happen that. to you. You can. And now we're on to heavy radio. Twenty-six new new tracks. New tracks. For me, we have uh, a new track coming from a motherfucker you might recognize, Blaze Blaley from War. This track's called War Within Me. Um, British heavy metal vocalist Blaze Blaley, you probably know him from Iron Maiden, if not from his now extensive solo career. Um, he's got a new studio album coming out on April 9th, 2021. This track is out now. Crank it loud. It's Blaze Blaley with War Within Me. I think this is some of his best stuff. Not yeah, I mean I'm I've been always a a fan of the Blaze, but the, to me this track um, sounds like a strong strong track from his catalog. Strong track from in the spirit of maybe his time in Maiden. Um, very excellent track. Crank it, Blaze Blaley with War Within Me. He had a couple of great solo albums. Um, I can't remember what the one was called. It had that Ghost in the Machine song. Um, oh man. It's hard to remember so like the name. Something, some guy's name or something, wasn't it? Like Resurrection of John. That was Black the one after, I think. Either way, like yeah. I think he was one of those artists that just like Maiden made him a little more known, but then he went on and was just doing his own better stuff solo. So worth checking him out because a lot of people just discredit what he did with Maiden because it's hard to, to follow yeah, up. because it's not so. Bruce. Well, I really still like X Factor a lot. The second one to me is one of the weaker Maiden albums, but I wouldn't even chalk it up to being Blaze's fault. It just, I think maybe the rest of the band, you know, it's a shock to be like, 
playing arenas to like going back to small clubs and stuff and and I think it was more just like all of them were different forms of burnt out is what I've gathered as a fan like I don't I don't put it on Blaze really Don't blame Blaze stop blaming Blaze everybody No so listen, to his, listen to his solo shit man it's good All right well I got moving on to a new pick this is a uh, hot off the presses Ooh, um, hot off stop I, the press this is where i got worried use the corn use this pointy corn things to hold it <laughs> vicky vale and this is uh, the moment where i i wonder if we'll have overlap at some point in time but uh, this one's a rob zombie kit uh, hopefully you guys haven't uh, picked one off this but if you have then we'll just overlap uh the eternal I don't know if it's art but i like it and this one's the eternal struggles of the howling man a very classic rob zombie sounding uh album yeah. title um, totally. And the new album, I think, comes out in a week or so, actually, his latest one. John Five's still on guitar. John Five hyped it up as being, like, the best stuff since, like, White Zombie and Early Zombie, but I feel like he's been doing that. Damn. He's uh, John Five's on the kind of the hype guy for he's Rob a good Zombie. He's hype yeah. man. But, uh, yeah. but, yeah, this track really does kind of feel like a mixture of that maybe first solo album, Rob Zombie, plus a little bit of White Zombie. has, like, a uh, one of those uh, funky breakdowns that you get from from white zombie where Rob Zombie's doing some kind of white man hippie dance that he does. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a solid tune. I'm, I'm excited for the album. I feel like Rob Zombie disappoints me a lot once I get to the album, but hopefully uh, fingers crossed, <laughs> this will be a, a good throwback to those classics. Yeah. His last couple didn't do as much for me. Hillbilly deluxe too is still one of my favorites, but that's yeah. I've been a while back now, but I'm excited. I'm always excited to see what, what tricks he's up to. And John Five is remarkable. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. My first new tracks by a band called Blackbriar, and the song is called "The Seance." Um, this would almost, I guess, it's getting up to the wall of like operatic metal, maybe, and the, the vocal style. But it's a lot more uh, concise, and succinct, like writing. It's it's more like. Um, so I really like it. It's super catchy. Um, the band's really good. Um, creative writing or creative like playing and the um, and the vocals are just super catchy. So um, I just found out about these cats. So I'm gonna go back and check out the rest of the record. Um, it's not stuff I would usually go be gravitated towards, but this one, the chorus really stood out to me. So definitely check out Blackbriar with the Seance. Hell yeah. My uh, next new track for the Heavy Radio playlist on Spotify and YouTube. Go like the show, leave a review, share it. Uh, it is Saber with Midnight Rider. This album came out right at the beginning of 2021. It's called Without Warning is the album title. They're out of California. And uh, I've actually been spinning this since it came out. Um, really great stuff. Um, I had a hard time just picking one track, so that's why it took me a little while to get it in the playlist. But Saber with Midnight Rider, like these, I love these vocals. Um, love the lyrics, just full on heavy metal, no fucking doubt. Crank it loud, Saber with Midnight Rider. Oh yeah, it's a lot of uh, tracks I'll have to go back and check out. I saw that album cover for Saber, right. and it's like seems like something I'd be about. So I'll have to circle back. I think I saw it on Bandcamp. It's all about what you want to be all about. <laughs> Definitely. And uh, for my next pick, this is a band that I'm all about. Uh, it's Gojira. 
they have a new album. They kind of surprised announced it a couple of weeks ago, but the album's coming out April 30th already. So it's always nice oh, really? when bands give you those surprises. Um, right. And Gojira just, if you've never seen a live show from Gojira, they I've, they're probably in a top five live bands for me. Um, just like great heavy riffing and the drummer's excellent. Just the whole band's very talented and can do some original stuff. They definitely have carved out their own sound but the track is born for one thing i believe it's the lead track or one of the close to the the lead track on the new album that's coming out so um yeah a few years back weren't they playing in iowa city during a football game right yeah i kind of wasn't i probably could have uh influenced them to not make that decision but i wasn't thinking at the time i interviewed them for the college newspaper the daily iowan at the time and they were like oh it seems like all the hotels are booked right now is there something we should know about and i was like i can't think of anything and then afterwards i was like oh shit iowa hawkeyes homecoming iowa iowa city loves its college football so like gajira played this little venue and like i ended up showing up late because they started playing early because there are so few people there there was like a handful of people and this is right before they went. That's crazy. This is right before they started opening for Metallica on the stadium tour. So they played like a show with nobody. And then they immediately after that started opening for Metallica and blew up huge. So, that's Yeah, crazy. that's one of those crazy shows to see. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I kind of felt bad, but it seems like that didn't ruin their career. So I think we're okay. <laughs> uh, they made it out. <laughs> That's yeah, probably them. don't play in a college town on a sports ball homecoming. Yeah, it's yeah. Check the, check the football calendar. Check the whatever sport of choice. <laughs> bad is move. Even if I like the concert better myself, it's not a smart move. See, um, my last new pick is a band called Sumo Psycho, and the song is called Bystander. Um, it's kind of like punk metal vibe. Um, super upbeat just this is one to uh crank in the car and start speeding to um i just found out about these cats recently as well so i definitely want to dig into their catalog and check out um what else they got but this new track is called bystander it's their new single and the band is called sumo psycho um so really good stuff really fun um good music to speed to not that i i don't condone that but if you were to We got a dangerous uh, couple songs on this playlist for speeding yeah. purposes. So watch right. out. Highway star. <laughs> it's game over yeah, when I come gotta... <laughs> Going 100 plus. Speaking of which, we have a PSA from Bruce Springsteen about driving yeah. safely in, in rural, rural America. Hey, this is the boss. And... <laughs> There it was. We're not going. We won't go there. We won't go there. We was went, that pre-recorded? We went, there, we went there, but we, we won't go there. I feel like they should have went with a different take where he didn't laugh after it. And he only said, hey, this is the boss. There's no other boss. Yeah. He, slur- he just I don't, trails off. I don't think off. we got all that one. We'll have to he talk to his PR, PR team. team. Don't multitask while you're drinking and driving. <laughs> I, he was just trying to be a nice <laughs> guy, right? He didn't, he, he didn't want it. He just, he didn't want to upset the fans. He had to take it. Well, that was. I'm glad he chimed in. Always good to hear from you, Bruce. Time, <laughs> boss. You can see him behind me. Heavy Radio 26. <laughs>